<laughs> hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. <laughs> and that sample you just heard was a Foolish Believer by Broadside, who I've got on the show with me right now. They've got a new album called Into the Raging Sea, which is set to release via Sharp Tone Records on July 24th. Right now I'm being joined by Ollie to share some stories about the music and share more info about what the boys have got going on. So, Ollie, welcome to the show. Thank you. What an intro. I feel like I should have, you know, my own cool sound, but I don't know if my mouth can make such a cool noise. So <laughs> I'll just go with something like, hey, yo, yo, you know, that, that'll do. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing is when you said, I wish I had a cool sound, I was like, what cool sound? Did I push a button somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, how do you get yourself to sound like that? I I don't I don't know. Like a robot, <laughs> just like auto-tuned version of yourself. <laughs> exactly. Just an Antares plug-in just goes across my forehead and I just start doing it. Modern uh, times, baby. I know. <laughs> Groovy. All right. Well, great to have you on. And speaking of all that foolish, I'm going to say foolish behavior. It's not foolish behavior. That's on the next album. This is Yeah, f- exactly. Because foolish believing leads to foolish behavior. This has turned into a natural psychology conversation all of a sudden. It's okay. If all else fails, we'll get to the behavior. But, you know, first we've got to start, you know. you got to believe, and then you behave, I believe. <laughs> I, I think so. And thinking is just asking questions, right? Right. What is thinking? Who created thinking? I don't know. <laughs> the all right. desire to fill the thought. That's, a, that's who created it. Must fill the void inside the raging sea. Okay, well, okay, boom. Let's go and get back to that track, Foolish Believer. Foolish Believer. <laughs> As I recall, the screaming lead single off of the album. This was before there even was an album. It was TBA, and I, I said, "What's TBA? What does that stand for?" And they wrote me back and said, "To be announced." And I thought, "Oh yeah." And <laughs> that's a weird title. Sure. That's a that's these, a weird title. These artsy bands, man, they're getting too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> these, these new age kids and their haircuts and their piercings <laughs> and their tattoos. <laughs> now, now, something that really struck me almost immediately was emotion. Mm. And I'm just going to kind of leave it off at that. And, um, Maybe just hear from you a bit, because I know there's some tremendous work that went into this record emotionally and spiritually, um, mm-hmm. if you consider um, you know, those, those words. And I just get an energy off a of foolish believer that just wants me to rip out of my skin from anxiety. Yeah, that's kind of the, you know, the lead feeling of, of, of where I was at the time and, and still, I think – as of right now, especially given the situation with the whole world on temporary vacation slash pause, um, it's just it's a matter of you know I am I am where I, where I am in the, in, in the music scene, and this is our third album, and so many things change so rapidly, and um, friends that are no longer friends, and relationships that are no longer relationships, and things that have passed, um, whether it be on the outside of a 16 passenger van while touring or just taking a look back at photos in my phone wondering where did six seven years of my life go and they've all been in touring with this band and trying to project my my dreams and every accomplishment that i want and looking back and thinking some of those things surely did come true but ultimately 
at what sacrifice. And so the idea that I created this version of success, because everyone's version of success is different, I created it and projected it. And some of those things came to fruition, but the other elements of me feel, you know, very empty in the sense of unattainable or unachievable because each step I take closer, I'm starting to realize that the hallway just gets longer and longer and longer. And that all sounds so woe is me, but but it's also comforting in the sense of, well, at least I still have a journey to walk, I think. Jeez so. Louise, Wally, it must be terrible living your dream and getting to live more of it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, no, it's not over yet. Oh, no. <laughs> you mean I get to be, sh- what I was looking for, shrouded in more, I was going to say candy, I don't know why, I'm just imagining... <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, I get to be on a stage with girls' panties flying at my head. Oh, I hate this. (laughs) Shrouded in candy? Shrouded. (laughs) I'll eat all that candy. You know, it's like I recently watched (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld has a new comedy special. Oh, yeah, I watched that. It's fantastic. He's like, my life sucks. Okay, maybe not as much as yours, but it... (laughs) But it still sucks. I love that bit. It was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, and and recently also as well, <clears throat> I watched uh, the Tony Robbins one, and I'm often reminded of a lot of phone calls he says he has to take from you know top rated people who are at the top of their game, and they end up uh, failing, and it doesn't seem like a failure to the rest of us, but right, yeah, their failures are that's that's the thing with like success and failures that, that they're so they're so I mean they're all man made, right? They're, we're created in, in, within the own idea. I mean. The origins of humans were meant to just, you know, gather, um, procreate, and then just like live another day. But yet we've evolved into this sense of, oh no, the internet's telling me I'm not good enough, so I'm not good enough. Or the internet says I'm depressed, so I'm depressed. You know, it's this crazy cycle of running in circles. But there's there's great things along the way. I think my struggle comes with being um, surrounded by people. Um, or, or you know what I'll say, my problem is that I think that someone else has it better than I do, even though I have no clue what they've gone through. And I think I think that's probably my biggest issue in life is that I sink to the bottom before I allow myself to float, oftentimes, more than none. I just imagine some non-caring dad with a newspaper just whacking the newspaper and saying, you're right, son, somebody does have it better than you. And just <laughs> going, going back to reading his newspaper. Right, yeah. Kids are like, what? Um <laughs> But you bring up a good point. You know, in, in all honesty, something I've come to terms with in this particular time, because I've been off mm-hmm. of work since March, and I'll now be coming back to work. I just found out today, probably around mid-June, and, um, you know, procreate, eat, live another day. It's like, yeah, man, like, what else were you supposed to do? Like, we've been tending, to our, <laughs> we've been tending to our garden, we've been baking bread, like, we haven't gone to the grocery <laughs> store, because we're, you know, like... Don't my new motto is like don't do anything the Lord gives you for free. Like, are you gonna start paying for oxygen? Like, you, fire is free, yeah. food is free. All you got to do is work for it. And like that was really connected back to the the real human purpose. And I look at some people who are really freaking out right now because they don't have the opportunity to go be something else for forty hours a week or something. Like, it's just it's uh it's obnoxious. It's a it's you know what it is. It's a foolish belief. That's what it is, Ollie. No, I'm starting to come to terms with that. I mean, ultimately, most most things matter, but most things do not as well. And I think that's the most comforting thing about all of this entire process with COVID-19. And it's, it's just, just kind of, can you stand to be with yourself or your partner? 
The end. There's the book, right? Do yeah. you like yourself? Do you like your house? Do you like your time? Do you like your kids? Do you like your wife or whatever you are? <laughs> now is the time to figure out what that really means to you. And yeah. then maybe some growth will come out of that. And then ultimately, that's all that matters because you couldn't do anything else in this time. And the people that you were with, I think we called them, quote unquote, essential. So now's the time to adjust your essentials if you need to. Mm-hmm. But some you can't. Yikes. <laughs> wow. This has turned into a fantastic chat, Ollie. I know. I'm sorry. It, I, it's too early to get this deep. It is too early. It's earlier here for me than it is for you. Oh, fair. All right. Let's take it back. You I know. know. Um, you know, <laughs> Donald, Donald Trump's Twitter. Let's talk about that. Oh, no, yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's funny. Yeah, groovy Baloovy. I don't even know what that means. But if Sounds you, good. Yeah, if you dug the track, Foolish Believer, and you want to see what Ollie looks like with a melted candle on his shoulder. Ooh. <laughs> Which sounds erotic yet painful. Uh, when I first <laughs> saw both of those things, when I saw that, I thought something tells me that's not a prop. Something tells me Ollie's crazy enough that he actually just sat there and let a candle burn on his shoulder. Oh yeah, I'll cut a few of them. Actually. Oh, oh boy. Uh, so it's like the opposite of pirate metal. It's like candle metal or witchcraft metal. You've got a candle on your shoulder instead of a a parrot. Which metal? Which metal? Outside is which metal? Yeah. Which metal? But they're coming out with all kinds of stuff, kids these days. I chatted with a fantasy core band recently, and I was like, "What? What even? Is, what? Where was fantasy metal to begin with? Uh, Post melodic fantasy trance core. I don't know. It's getting crazy out there. Was uh, that just the soundtrack to Final Fantasy? Is that? What <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to check out that music video, you can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. And yeah, I mean, tremendous emotional stuff. There seems to be quite a theme, and we'll get into this with the next track as well, but of you being surrounded in fire. Yeah. It'd be like that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and quench that fire by going to listen to The Raging Sea. All right, coming back from the track, The Raging Sea. And one of my note on this one, Ollie, Mm -hmm. is um, we'll chat about the production of of the record in a little bit because the record was produced in an absolutely perfect way to uh, bring out, I think, the astonishment in in the songs. And something that I loved about this, which is probably more arrangement than which reverb you guys used, but... (laughs) Though, though the reverb is great, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> like Pro Tools reverb, D-verb, what's up? Um, love the way that the drop in the song is constantly teased. You know, everything is in there. Like I'm pretty, right. sh- I'm pretty sure on the master bus, you guys drop the, you know, the volume on the master bus like two dBs to make me realize like, oh, there's a drop coming, and then the verse, mm-hmm. co- verse comes back in the same energy or whatever, right? Like, I know your tricks. I know what you kids are up to. <laughs> Um, you sly fox. You sly fox. <laughs> I, wa- I watched Masterclass. I know how to do something. I learn, okay? I, the computer I'll... teach me. <laughs> computer teach, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go on down to Russell's and get some barbecue. Okay. Um, so I love the way the drop is teased, and then it finally explodes in this way that feels... Number one, I use the word deserved. Like, I deserve mm. I deserve this. Um, <laughs> I deserve that because I am enough. Uh, 
And it's emotional. And something that I was chatting with uh, the label with, um, and shout out to Emma. Emma, what's up? Emma. I, I said, I love the line, what's the effing point? Yeah. And I, the funny thing is, is that in retrospect, I completely forgot about where that was in the song. And as I was preparing for today's interview, I was like, no, 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 this is that song that has that line, right? Like, I'm not making this up. And as I was listening to the song and... I was just taking on this roller coaster of waiting for this drop, waiting for this drop. And then it finally comes and it's not too much. It's not too little. It's perfect. It's the right temperature of porridge. porridge. And then comes in the what's the effing point. And I was like, man, these how did these guys pack so much emotion onto, you know, like 44.124 bit? Like, how do they do that? You know, I, I mean, really walking into this project, like lyrically and, and, and like working with our drummer Jeff, so we wrote this album in my apartment like during the winter. So most of the stuff you're hearing on the record is just the the stuff that I annoyed my neighbors with while we were demoing it out. And I really, in the past few years, have gotten really into writing. Uh, most, more importantly, writing short stories. And so obviously you got to pack a lot in there. And come the arc of the story, it kind of makes you really. It changes the reader at that point. So to me, I really wanted to have a few moments like that in this record where, yeah, you can listen to the record and you can be like, oh, I do like this or I don't like this. But there's a, a couple of moments in this record that I feel like, oh, whoa, there's the, there's the story arc. There's the point of no return. I know too much now. I feel too much now. And I feel like that's one of the moments I remember in the studio where we all looked at one another and it was just like, yo. <laughs> there it is because we get that build up you get the sort of like lingering sort of okay okay simple verse but then the end and just huge like you said like reward it's a reward in, in songs and i like when artists can do that so we tried to we tried to recreate that of course you never know if you've actually done it or not until you know you're on a podcast or and and, and ans- asking questions and answering questions about people that are like hey that worked so thank you one for noticing and uh, yeah, I think I answered the question. I'm not sure. I get a little stupid sometimes. It's okay. In the <laughs> middle of that, I was like, wait a minute. I'm the podcast he's talking about. I am podcast. <laughs> I, I'm the podcast. You know, that's been something I've had to come to terms with too. Is The funny thing is I've done this podcast now for almost four years. And I've never really referred to myself as a host of a podcast. It's just kind of something I've always done on the side. Because starting a band sounded, speaking of anxiety... Having to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. Yeah. Pause. She can have anxiety. Okay, resume. <laughs> yeah, resume. Because you're on the broad side of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you're I, quite good at it. You have a good. You have the good dialogue, and you got the good energy. And not to mention that sort of pick up and go is essentially what what makes a good conversationalist to me. So you obviously you have that, and so good on you. That's enough complimenting you. No, I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> thanks, Mister Baxter. And you're welcome. Now go down to go down to the store and get what I said. <laughs> you're welcome. Now go on down to the general store and go get what I said. Uh, that's probably more Texas than it is Virginia, but that's... you know what? It's all the same. You know, I'll be honest. Okay, perfect. I'm just kidding. Don't quote me. Don't quote me. Do. I know. <laughs> Unless you do, and then let me know. <clears throat> uh, right, and so. <clears throat> Something that I kind of come to terms with now that I'm not working and doing this quite literally uh, part time, I'm now like, oh, what am I going to do with my day? Oh yeah, that that podcast thing. It's kind of really started to 
suck me more in and say maybe I am a podcaster. What what makes a pod? What even is a podcast? Um, you know, I've I've looked at so many people's podcasts that aren't even on Apple Podcasts, and I think to myself, that's just a YouTube series. It's not a podcast. Like there used right. to, there used to be a definition for what these things were, and it's that's even in flux and changing. So. You know, I've kind of been wondering now that you mention it, you know, like, well, how does my show appear to the outside? You know, like when you were looking at your rap sheet today, kind of mm-hmm. off, off the cuff question. Yeah. When you were looking at your rap sheet today and you saw, all right, I'm going to be chatting with the <laughs> rock metal podcast. Is that what happened? Uh, or, like, how did it go for you? Well, I saw it and I was like, oh, wow. Personally, I, I like podcasts because I have a bunch of friends that run podcasts and, and I, I understand like the power of dialogue. So to me. A podcast is just, you know, the subject, um, however many hosts, and then the, the the evolution of the conversation. And so to me, I thought, okay, cool, this is going to not be a, a black and white. What are these lyrics about? What is Broadside? How did you get that name? And I knew it was going to be like talking with a human that clearly has enough passion to talk to other humans, especially now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's like I knew that it was going to be that sort of, um, you know, engagement, which is exciting to me. Now, I will say that there are other podcasts out there um, where I've been on and it was just kind of like this awkward sort of not free flowing. It wasn't more, it was like dried up water, salty. It wasn't a free flowing river like this has been, you know? So um, yeah, no, it was exciting for me because I saw that. The only thing that I worried about was the metal part. So I was like, oh, should I pretend like i'm into the occult or <laughs> should i deepen my voice i mean i do kind of have like a <laughs> yeah the funny thing is those types don't come on often and the funny thing is when i started off i used to ask people what their band name was and when i was chatting with really small bands who didn't know that they weren't really on a real show uh <laughs> they, they love that because they're like "Ooh, i get to talk about myself for 30 minutes <laughs> I'm, I mean, dude, I, I, at this point, I can't wait for my career to blossom into that. Like, hey, you seem interesting because of this. Let's have a sub. Let's discover and talk about this. That's like the dream of mine, right? Like, I know, obviously, I'm still in baby steps. In the grand scheme, I'm nothing. I'm no one. I'm dirt. But, I mean, you know, I'm maybe not dirt. Like, mud, where maybe. ye shall right, return, so. son. <laughs> right. But you know, hoping one day I, ca- I can. Have Price. a two-hour conversation about you know, yeah, you know, yeah, spicy food. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and I've considered something like that. Like I've been looking at everybody else's podcast and having you know podcast syndrome. Whose podcast is bigger? And I'm like, am yeah. I? Could I be doing something different? Like, should I be doing this virtual hot wing thing? Like, all right, I'm here with Ollie right. Baxter, <laughs> and Ollie's got a plate of what do you got over there, Ollie? Oh, I microwaved a Michelinas from Target. Oh, sweet. And uh, what flavor is it? <laughs> Swedish meatball. I love Swedish meatball. And we just talk about microwave dinners that taste, they're supposed to taste like Swedish meatballs. Have you thought about jumping onto the, the YouTube, the, the visual goods of the world? Have you thought about jumping into that world? I have. And yeah. with the current format of the show, that causes big problems. That's uh, fair, yeah. I every single episode that gets released, I get dinged with a copyright claim, and I've had episodes shut down. Oh. Which makes you wonder how how people do it otherwise. Like when I see like trance DJs doing mixes, and like those are other people's songs. Like how are you? That's a good point. Like how do you have access to that without literally contacting all these 
mainstream artist and whatnot. Beautiful. All right. Now, if you dug the track The Raging Sea and you want to take a look at that stunning music video, you can see Ollie covered. He's just kind of hanging out in a place that's on fire, and I'm screaming at the screen going, it's on fire, Ollie. you got to leave. Uh, and I say, let it burn, baby. I want to feel something. Mm, no. <laughs> let it burn. You ain't going to get no barbecue with no fire. <laughs> So if you want to check that out, you can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockandrollpodcast.ca. And if you dug the two tracks, Foolish Believer and The Raging Sea, then you'll be super excited to know that via Sharp Tone Records on July 24th came a full album called Into The Raging Sea. And of all the seas I want to go into, I don't want to go into any of them. I'm not a seaside person to begin with. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I get to like Vancouver or San Francisco and I go... Uh, salt water, and I, I just want to go home. Uh, I don't know what it is, but other people love it. I'm sure oh. from Virginia, you love it. You're like that's coward. That's coward's talk that you're talking right now. You gotta plug your nose, and you gotta dive in and get eaten, by <laughs> like the rest of us. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, sweet. So that's into the raging sea. You gotta plug your nose. You gotta get in there, and you gotta get eaten by the rest of us. Um. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a track called The Raging Sea, and then we have Into The Raging Sea. So I imagine the album is just me going into that one song. Um, but exactly. There, but there's like 13 songs. There's like 12 other songs on this album. So talk to us about this album, because this is a huge story. This is a tremendous story. And I think that uh, especially with the way things are going now, and I think the repercussions of right now will be reverberating for probably a couple of years once we start uncovering all the people who couldn't make it on their own. Um, yeah. I'm often reminded of the of the line, what if the cavalry isn't coming and it's up to you? So I really get that vibe from the write-up anyway that I have, but I have you here. So instead of just reading the write-up back to you and saying, okay, so... Ollie, you said here. Uh, <laughs> Why did you say that? Why did you say that? Or what you were probably expecting since it was, you know, nuclear blast from the UK. Like, all right, so Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good yeah, it's, I'm not talking to an Englishman right now. That's, that's a different pace for me today. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. Um, you don't sound like you're from England because I'm not. But we do have. Hey, man, cl- you don't sound you don't sound foreign. You don't, you sure? sa- you don't sound foreign to me. <laughs> 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 Back in the day when there was a technology called uh, Bonjour that was used for something. I can't remember what. It was a technology on Mac used for something. And okay. I was doing tech support. And whenever we would have American people call in, that was always a riot because I would sometimes get, Bonjour, what? I don't want no foreign stuff on my computer. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I love you, America. Um, Please go read a book and call me tomorrow. Exactly. Please do. Um uh, so anyway, take us through this. Into the Raging Sea. What is going on into the Raging Sea? Tell us about this. What should we expect when we pick up the album? So the album was and it was written in its organic form. This, you know, us sitting down, being like, not taking uh, heavy insight from cool producers and like super cool famous band guys. Like usually, people try to take that approach come to third record because they're like, hey, if this doesn't do well, this is it for us. But instead. The universe had gifted us this opportunity to write this third record despite changing members and throughout all the drama that we've gone through over the years. So we just wrote it as organic and as free-flowing as it possibly could. And it just so happens to be that I kept it honest with the lyricism. So everything on the record is true and digestible because it's just about experiences in a growing life as opposed to 
the first two records, which I wrote more personal about me and boohoo is me. But then, you know, with, with this record, I just wanted to write about experiences and, and the feeling of scenarios. So Into the Raging Sea has many, many aspects to it, whether it's about being um, obnoxiously in love with someone and, and feeling and entitled to their full commitment and love or, you know, feeling like you're in agony and you're stuck in a position of life and you're burning inside of a you know room or you have a candle burning on your arm, you know. Um, so I like to cover various scenarios and the, the, the wave of emotions, quote unquote, wave, you know. Big brain stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so Whoa, it's basically, I don't, I don't know if I can wave. be on my own show right now. I, am I you know, smart enough it, for this conversation? Well, I don't think I don't, you might not be, dude. I, I will. Uh, <laughs> let's put some subtitles on it. I don't know. Yeah, closed caption for the subtitles on a podcast. <laughs> closed caption for the braining impaired. <laughs> but yeah, man. So so I just wanted to write an honest approach to music and just kind of. You know, in, in our true true selves, I'm not, we're not trying to be anybody else. We're not trying to fill the shoes of what our f- successful singles in the past have done. I'm just, you know, 31 years old, lucky to be making music, and lucky enough to have a voice at all. And so it feels like I accomplished that with this record. Um, and some songs obviously hit harder than others, and some are just songs you want to listen to. And I think those are, they balance one another out. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well... All hey, unless there's anything else you wanted to throw out there, uh, any other news that may be applicable despite the obvious lack of touring and shows and whatnot at this particular point in time, um, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Emotionally Driven Pop Rock Podcast. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for your time. And um, yeah, no, I mean, I really appreciate any outlet to express myself and to talk about the record. So it, it means a lot that you took the time out of your day and uh, away from Minecraft and, uh, you know, you're here talking with me. So thank you so much for um, helping me spread the word about my band and just helping me not go crazy inside my own apartment, not talking to anybody but my dog. So thanks.